If you only have a 401k, you're not getting the most for retirement. Wait, what? Add a Robinhood IRA on top, then they'll boost it by 3%. You can do that? And if you transfer in any retirement account, you get 3% on top of that. Is there a limit to the match? No limit. Robinhood Gold gets you the biggest contribution match of any IRA on the market. Sign up for Robinhood Gold at Robinhood.com boost by April 30th. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Match on transfers subject to additional terms and conditions. Robinhood Financial LLC. Member SIPC. Good evening, everyone. This is Saturday, February the 19th, 2022. It is 6.03 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. We welcome you to episode 299 of the WCW US Radio Network's weekly review show. This is, of course, WCW US Power Hour. Coming at you from the WCW HQ here in Trinity, North Carolina. This is Mr. WCWS Chad Hinshaw on the line here with you. Of course, the rest of the panel waits up the handle, of course, taking it easy here. Uh, of course, over the weekend here, especially, of course, this evening was, of course, uh, wrestling, uh, of course, uh, wrestling pretty much all day. Mostly here. Uh, <clears throat> we, of course, had one event earlier this evening, earlier this, earlier this afternoon, I should say. And we have another one, of course, here coming up. With, of course, implications here with the uh, remainder of our Triple Threat Prediction Title Challenge. Of course, up and going here as well. Of course, at stake, everyone I'm sure is watching all this very, very carefully. Those who are taking part in our challenge will, of course, be talking about that here in the next little while. <coughs> in addition, ladies and gentlemen, we'll bring you a, a roundup of what took place here during the week here in the radio network. Also, of course, here, ladies and gentlemen, we'll be bringing you today's wrestling and pop culture history and birthday report, as well as, of course, other wrestling news, of course, uh, that's, that's made this, that's made the uh, made the grade here, of course, pretty much overnight. <clears throat> and, of course, into, of course, uh, during the day today, if you wish to chime in on anything in there, of course, ladies and gentlemen, please feel free, of course, to give us a call. The phone number, as always, one six zero five. 562-0444, caller ID uh, 141-364-pound, and press that one, ladies and gentlemen, if you wish to chime in on anything and everything that we have to talk about here this evening. Of course, our wrestling news tidbits, ladies and gentlemen, will be coming courtesy of our friends at 411mania.com, by the way. I forgot to mention that. But with that being said, gentlemen, let's get episode 299 of WCWS Power Hour underway. 
As first, we start off with our wrestling and pop culture history and birthday reports here, of course, for today. Our first one, ladies and gentlemen, we'll take care of the wrestling portion here. <clears throat> On this date in 1968, one of the most fabled pioneers of professional wrestling, George Hackenschmidt, passed away in London, England at the age of 90. On this date in 1995, Hulk Hogan the World Heavyweight title by DQ against Vader in the main event of WCW's Super Brawl 5 from Baltimore, Maryland. Sting and Randy Savage were victorious over Avalanche and Big Bubba Rogers, and Harlem Heat retained the WCW Tag Team titles against the Nasty Boys. On this day in 1996, at the WWF Raw tapings from Cincinnati, Ohio, WWF champion Bret Hart defeated Hunter Hearst Helmsley, his first pinfall loss in singles competition on WWF TV. Also, Shawn Michaels pinned the 123 Kid, and, he, and Yokozuna picked up a victory by DQ over former Camp Cornet teammates Owen Hart and the British Bulldog. On the state in the year 2000, Just Incredible and Lance Storm defeated Tommy Dreamer and Masato Tanaka for the ECW tag team titles at the tapings for ECW on TNN from Milwaukee. On the state in 2000, Spike Dudley and Taz lost the WWF tag team titles to Billy and Chuck, of course, Billy Gunn and Chuck Palumbo, at the WWF SmackDown tapings in Rockford, Illinois. On the state in 2005, at the first part of the Ring of Honor third anniversary celebration event in Elizabeth, New Jersey, Ricky Reyes and Rocky Romero defeated B.J. Whitmer and Dan Math for the Ring of Honor World Tag Team titles. In the main event, Austin Aries retained a Ring of Honor World Heavyweight title against Cole. On the state in 2006 at WWE's No Way Out, Kurt Angle retained the World Heavyweight title against The Undertaker in one of the most underrated matches in WWE history. Also, Rey Mysterio lost his WrestleMania World Title match opportunity to Randy Orton and Chris Benoit defeated Booker T for the United States title. Of course, ladies and gentlemen, uh, on SmackDown after that, of course, Teddy Long would, would of course, make that match a, uh, a triple threat <clears throat> match, in which, of course, as you know, uh, Rey, Rey Mysterio would defeat... Sorry about that here, folks. Would defeat, of course, Randy Orton and Kurt Angle for the World Heavyweight title. So... So that was that was just only just a small tip of the iceberg there, and of course, like I said, Chris Benoit defeated Booker T for the United States title on that at No Way Out in 2006. On the state in 2007, the Battle of the Billionaire storyline in Mania 23 got underway when Mr. McMahon's handpicked representative Umaga defeated Jeff Hardy for the Intercontinental title on Raw from Bakersfield, California. Also, Melina defeated Mickey James for the WWE Women's title. On the state in 2012, Daniel Bryan and CM Punk retained their WWE and World Heavyweight titles in the two featured Elimination Chamber matches at Elimination Chamber from Milwaukee, Wisconsin. On the state in 2018, Braun Strowman Wallet match on the go-home edition of WWE Raw from Phoenix, Arizona for the Elimination Chamber pay-per-view. And on the state in 2020, on the 20th edition of AEW Dynamite, from State Farm Arena in Atlanta, Georgia, AEW World AEW Tag Team Champions Hangman Page and Kenny Omega defended their titles against Ray Phoenix and Pentagon Jr. in arguably the most acclaimed AEW bout to that point in time. Now, <coughs> gentlemen, we do have some birthdays 
to bring you here, of course, here this evening. First off, we want to wish a very happy, let's see, 41, 41st birthday to uh, to a current AEW superstar, Sean Spears. We also want to wish a very happy, let's see, yes, 48th birthday to Danny Doring. We also want to wish a very happy, let's see, 50th birthday to ECW, uh, uh, one of the most influential female, uh, uh, female talent, of course, in ECW, of course, happy 50th birthday to Francine. Also, <coughs> excuse me, uh, happy 60, let's see, yes, happy 64th birthday to Tommy Cairo. Cairo is in Cairo, Egypt, by the way, is how that was spelled. And also, ladies and gentlemen, uh, happy, and this is, of course, a birthday up going up to heaven here tonight, as we wish a very happy, <coughs> excuse me, uh, happy 70, happy 74th birthday to, to late WWE Hall of Famer, Big John Studd. So happy birthday to Sean Spears, Danny Doring, Francine, Tommy Cairo, and the late Big John Studd. Now, ladies and gentlemen, let's go to your pop culture, history, and birthday report. And and ladies and gentlemen, keep in mind that we will present this 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 pop culture report in the same fashion that we do each and every Wednesday on WCWUS Outside the Ropes. <clears throat> First off, ladies and gentlemen, on this date in 356 AD, Emperor Con Constantin Constantus II shuts all heathen shuts down all heathen temples. On state 1600, Peruvian stratovolcano Puntina, that's what I can pronounce it, the most violent eruption in South American recorded history. On the state 1878, Thomas Edison is granted a, pat is granted a patent for his gramophone, which of course would be also known as a phonograph. On the state 1942, about 150 Japanese warplanes attacked the Australian city of Darwin. And on the state in 1945, the U.S. Fifth Fleet launches invasion of Iwo Jima against the Japanese with 30,000 United States Marines. In movies and television history in 2008, Toshiba announces its former recall, formal recall of its HD DVD video format, ending the format war between it and Sony's Blu-ray disc. Today in music history on the state in 1981, George Harrison is ordered to pay, <clears throat> uh, sorry about that, is ordered to pay AB Apcode Music $587,000 for subconscious plagiarism of his song, Lord, from Ronnie Mack's song, He's So Fine. And today in sports history, ladies and gentlemen, on the state in 1946, Giants outfielder Danny Gardella is first major leaguer to announce that he is jumping to the outlaw Mexican League. On the state in 1906, Will Keith Kellogg and and Charles D. Bowen found founded the Battle Creek Toasted Cornflake Company, which is now known as the multinational food manufacturer Kellogg's. Some birthdays to speak up here today, ladies and gentlemen. Nicholas Copernicus was born on the state in 1473. He would pass away in 1543. Eddie Arcaro Arca was born on the state in 1916. He would pass away in 1997. And today we celebrate Jeffrey today. Blah, Jeffrey Robert. Uh, 
Emelt celebrates his 66th birthday. <coughs> Some other birthdays to speak up here, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, actor Lee Marvin was born on this date in 1924. He would pass away in 1987. Uh, NFL Commissioner Roger Goodell today celebrates his 63rd birthday. Uh, let's see. I believe this is a... I want to say she is, say she is a, a star, or I believe, but I bet she is a sports figure. Hanna Mandakova today celebrates her 60th birthday. Uh, recording... Uh, Recording artist Seal, of course, you remember the song Kiss from a Rose from the Batman Forever soundtrack. And also he did a remake of uh, Fly Like an Eagle for the Space Jam soundtrack. Today he turns 59 years old. And Millie Bobby Brown today turns 18 years old. So happy birthday to all of them. On this day, 1945, 980 Japanese soldiers reportedly killed by crocodiles in two days on Ranry Island in Burma. On a state in some weddings to speak of on a state in 1712, Russian Tsar Peter the Great officially marries Polish Lithuanian pheasant Martha Skarvonskaya at St. Isaac's Cathedral in St. Petersburg, having married in secret in 1707. On a state in 1934, entertainer Bob Hope marries fellow entertainer Dolores Defina. And on the date in 1964, actor Peter Sellers, uh, who was uh, 38 at the time, marries actress Britt Eklund in London. And one divorce to speak up here, ladies and gentlemen, actually just happened about this time last year. Kim Kardashian, her Kim Kardashian for divorce from her third husband, Kanye West, of course, the goofball, after almost seven years. Of course, he's acted like a goofball, so that's why we have to say that. Uh, some passings here in history. Tamerlane passed away on this date in 1405. Andre Gid passed away on this date in 1951. Dean Xiaoping passed away on this date in 1997. And legendary Arthur Harper Lee, of course, you remember she wrote To Kill, the, to, to Kill a Mockingbird, passed away on this in 2016. Uh, one moment here. Uh, of course, as we said, uh, as we said, today is the birthday of Nicholas Copernicus. Uh, was born on this date in 1473. Uh, <clears throat> let's go ahead and read a little synopsis here. Astronomer Nicholas Copernicus was born on this day. The church, the church dismissed as hearsay his theory that Earth revolved around the sun and not the other way around. Of course, I think he. Uh, I think he. Uh, I think he, uh, of course, uh, uh, would probably later on be proving correctly. So, so on his day in movies and television history, on say 1942, Dutch actors protest obligatory membership of Culture Chamber. On say 1947, CBS radio premiere of Villa Lobos's Brasilius Brasilius. Number three. I'm sorry if I mispronounced either one of those words. On the day, 1960, Bill Keane's Family Circus cartoon strip officially debuts. On the day, 1971, British TV chat show known as Parkinson debuts on BBC One, presented by Michael Parkinson. On the day, 1985, British soap opera EastEnders premieres on the BBC. On the day, 1993, Kenya Moore.
Pork yeah. Time of Michigan is crowned the 42nd Miss USA. On say 1995, the first broadcast of Woman of Independent Means on NBC. And <clears throat> on the state in 2006, the 59th BAFTAs or the British Film and TV Awards. Brokeback Mountain won Best Film. And Ang Lee was 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 what won Best Director. Some birthdays, ladies and gentlemen. As we said, Lee Marvin was born on this day in 1920, but he passed away in 1987. And also Millie Bobby Brown was born today, turns 18 years old. Some passings, of course, here on this day in 1943, Lynn Overman, an actor best known for the movie Reap the Wild Wind, passes away from a heart attack at the age of 55. She was born, of course, here in America. On say 1952, Lawrence Grant, whose real name was Percy Reginald, an actor of British descent who was known for, known for Bulldog Drummond, passes away at the age of 82. <clears throat> on the state in 1962, James Barton, an actor from right here in America, best known for the movies Tobacco Road and Iceman Cometh, passes away at the age of 71. And on the state in 1965, Forrest Taylor, who was best known for This Is Life and Man Without a Gun, Passes away at the age of 81. <laughs> Excuse me there, ladies and gentlemen. Sorry about that. When's on this date, ladies and gentlemen, 1934, Bob Hope would marry Dolores Dafina. 1964, Peter Sellers would marry Britt Aikland. On this date, 1995, Pamela Anderson, of course, best known for Home Improvement and Baywatch. And, of course, all those Playboy covers all the guys loved, who was 27 at the time, marries... Uh, rocker Tommy Lee, of course, as you remember from uh, Motley Crue, who was 32 at the time in Cancun, Mexico. They would actually divorce just three years later. And on the stage in 2008, Sean Bean, best known for the movie The Lord of the Rings, who was 49 at the time, marries actress Georgina Sutcliffe, who was 29 at the time, at Marabone Registry Office in central London. And on the stage just last year, Kim Kardashian and Kanye West would file for divorce after almost seven years of marriage. This is Kim Kardashian's third husband, by the way. Okay. Now, music history and birthdays here, folks. <clears throat> On this date in 1736, George Friedrich Handel's opera, Alexander's Feast, premiered at the Covenant Garden Theater in London. On this date in 1910, English premiere of Richard Strauss's opera, Electra, on the state in 1914, Riccardo Zandoni's opera Francesco da Rimini premieres in Turin. On the state in 1923, John Gilles' Sixth Symphony premieres. On the state in 1943, Tommy Dorsey and his orchestra record I'll Take Tallulah. On the state in 1949, Inside USA closes at Century Theater, New York City after 339 performances. On state 1964, the United Kingdom flies a half a ton of Beatles wigs to the United States. And on state in 1971, Paul McCartney releases a single Another Day in the United Kingdom. As we said today, happy fifth day to Seal. Of course, best known, like I said, for the song Kiss from a Rose. On the state in 1605, Orazio Tiberio Vecchi, a composer of Italian descent, passes away at the age of 54. On the state in 1653, Louis, Luigi Rossi, an early Baroque composer of Italian descent, passes away around the age of 55. On the state in 1785, Johann Christoph Richter, a composer of German descent, passes away at the age of 84. 
1704. And on this date in 1790, John Baptiste Krumholtz, a composer of Czech descent, passes away at the age of 47. As it says, some weddings and divorces, one wedding and one divorce here in music. When the wedding, of course, Pamela Anderson and Tommy Lee get married in Cancun in 1995. They were divorced three years later in 1998. And also the, the divorce, of course, the one last year, as we said, Kim Kardashian and Kanye West would, would file for divorce, of course, after almost seven years. <clears throat> I guess she wanted to go east, she said, after going west for so long. Whoa, okay. Uh, now your sports history, ladies and gentlemen. We have a lot. We have, of course, the first four pieces of your sports history. Of course, have to do with the uh, Saint Moritz uh, Winter Games here in 1928. So just want to let you know about that. But the first four right here. First off, <clears throat> on the state, the second Winter Games closes at Saint Moritz in Switzerland. Of course, some of the moments that did take place. Gillis. Uh, uh, Grafström of Sweden wins his third consecutive Olympic men's figure skating gold medal at St. Moritz. One of only two athletes to win gold at both winter and summer games. Won the figure skating, won figure, the figure, figure skating medal at Antwerp in 1920. Canada retains the Olympic ice hockey title when they route Switzerland 13-0 in the final round of St. Moritz. Left wing Dave Trottier top scores with 15 points. World champion French team Andre Jolie and Pierre Brunet won the Olympic Paris figure skating gold medal. The couple would marry in 1929 and take second straight gold in 1932. So that's the moments there from 1928. On a state in 1942, the New York Yankees announced 5,000 uniformed soldiers admitted free at each of their upcoming home games. Giants outfielder Danny Gardella is first major leaguer to announce that he is jumping to the outlaw Mexican League. On his date in 1952, American defending champion Dick Button becomes the first figure skater to land a triple jump in competition, performs a triple loop in the Olympic free skate in Oslo, wins gold medal ahead of Austria's Helmut Seip. And on his date in 1960, Swedish cross-country skier Sixten Jernberg follows his 50K gold medal in and Cortina de Penzo from 1956 was victory in 30K event at the Squaw Valley Winter Olympics. As we said, some birthdays here in sports. As we said, Eddie O'Cara was born on this day in 1916. He would pass away in 1997. NFL Commissioner Roger Goodell today turned 63. And Hannah Mandakova, which I believe was, I believe she was a tennis star, but I'm not 100% sure she was out of that or she might be a cyclist i'm not 100 sure but i think that's correct anyway she does celebrate her 60th birthday today so happy birthday some passings of course here in sports <clears throat> dated 1892 monty bowden who was a cricket wicketkeeper and captain of english descent had two tests and he was the youngest english captain captain at 23 years 144 days has dies due to epilepsy at the age of only 26. on the state Alexander Josiah Webb, a cricket wicket keeper of English descent versus Australia in 1879, passes away. We do not know how old he was when he passed. On this date in 1957, Maurice Garin, a, a road bicycle racer. He was of French descent, but he was but he was but was born in Italy. He was the winner of the Tour de France in 1903, passes away at the age of 85. 
And on this date in 1977, Mike Gonzalez, a player of Cuban descent, passes away at the age of 86. So, ladies and gentlemen, there you have it there with your wrestling and your pop culture history and birthday reports here, of course, for today. Keep in mind, of course, ladies and gentlemen, that... <clears throat> Ladies and gentlemen, excuse me for just one second. Ladies and gentlemen, I will be I will be right back. I'm, I apologize if you have to, of course, hear hear this, but hold on, I will be right back. Did you try to call me? Uh, no, I'm pretty good. Pretty good. Uh, yeah, I think I got me a text message. Let me check that. Give me, give me just a second. No, but I think it's gone up a bit. Let me, let me double check. Hold on. Okay, um, yeah, that's, I think that's, that's what I, uh, I think it went up a little bit. It's at $92.21. Yes. I have no idea. Not, not that I know of. I'll have to try to get a hold of him and find out. It'll be Wednesday, I think. Okay, I'll do it. I'll come back and get it. Sounds good. Oh yeah, worth everything else is everything else is peach key. Well, I, I well, I'm I'm gonna leave that when I come down there. I I did get that invoice. I need to get that down there to you. But I got it. But I'll bring it back there. Okay. All right. Alrighty, no problem. All right, anything pop? Yeah, I noticed that uh, Gary Gary's boy Travis posted something about it uh, online and all that. I heard somewhere they may that there was some talk about they may put a Starbucks in Archdale. That's probably where it's going to go.
Yeah, of course. Well, one thing about one thing about it though, I, you know, they've been yelling about it for years. I don't know why in the world they just don't put a cracker barrel right there on the highway. I mean, they've been talking about doing that for a while, but I don't know. This it's crazy. All right, anything pops up? Give me a buzz. All right, bye bye. And gentlemen, sorry about that here. I had to take care of a personal call. I'm sorry if anyone did have to hear that. But anyway, let's go ahead. <clears throat> let's give you this one more time. 1605-562-0444. Caller ID 141-364-POUND. This is episode number 299 of WCWS Power Hour. It is 6, uh, 6.28 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Uh, Mr. WCWS, Chad Henshaw here. Here, of course, as the rest of the panel, we could have the hand on sort of taking it easy after, of course, what did happen earlier today with the Elimination Chamber. Of course, with that being being over in Saudi Arabia, that's why it did air earlier this earlier this afternoon at 12 noon Eastern. Uh, <clears throat> I'm sure a lot of folks have kept up with it. Uh, <clears throat> and of course, ladies and gentlemen, as soon as we do our quick our do our quick rundown of what took place here in the radio network this week, we will get actually get right to that. And where that, of course, and we'll also let you know where that will, <clears throat> where that will leave, of course, the uh, um, um, those who voted for, of course, voted for, of course, these matches on the pay-per-view prediction center third wave Facebook page. We'll definitely, of course, let you know all about that. <clears throat> First off, ladies and gentlemen, like I said, uh, obviously, of course, the full talk, of course, this week was the elimination chamber. Of course, all the matches getting. Getting prepared for contract signings, uh, of course, big time trash talking here. Of course, here as always here, uh, <clears throat> SmackDown. Obviously, I did find out yeah, last night was taped because uh, of the fact that they traveled early out to uh, it, they got out to, they got out to Saudi Arabia as early as possible, so that way they can go ahead and get I guess get prepped and ready to go for for of course the uh, the uh, the the event out there. Uh, <clears throat> um, but never, but nevertheless, here, uh, uh, of course, a lot, a lot of talk as to what else, of course, has happened, of course, in the, in the, in the world of wrestling here. Um, obviously, of course, uh, Impact, obviously, this past Thursday was hyped up here, of course, for their no surrender event, which will be coming up a little bit later tonight. Getting, they were getting all mentally and physically prepared, of course, here for that. Um, uh, let me see. <clears throat> Let's see. Uh, of course, the one of the big one of the big uh, hypes up here was, of course, the NXT title match. Of course, for NXT's Vengeance Day, of course, which was actually one third of our prediction title challenge. Uh, <clears throat> and um, and of course, um, obviously, Braun Breaker, of course, did get by uh, Santos Escobar to hold on to the NXT title. Uh, Gigi Dolan and J.C. Jane, unfortunately, toxic, toxic attraction, did somehow retain the NXT tag team titles. I'm pretty certain they actually cheated to actually uh, to, to get the win there. Um, obviously, of course, I'm sure Mandy Rose being about there, the current NXT Women's Champion, of course, all three doing everything they possibly can. Of course, like I said, to hold on to that gold and and not let it slip through their fingers. 
uh, <clears throat> um, of course, it turned out to be a, a, a big time, big time for NXT. Obviously, obviously, of course, ladies and gentlemen, uh, with a with what happened, of course, with AW Dynamite and Rampage, of course, this past Wednesday and Friday and last night, of course, respectively. Of course, they were on the heels, of course, of the one of the biggest stories that ever hit AEW here for quite some time. Of course, they started getting everything prepped for their Revolution pay-per-view, which was coming out around the beginning part of March. Also, of course, ladies and gentlemen, it is sad, obviously, of course, that we never thought we'd see the day that one of the men behind, of course, the AEW concept, Cody Rhodes, and, of course, his wife, Brandy, had left the company. Uh, of course, there was a lot of rumors flying around, a lot of talk going on right now that that he may end up was possibly in talks to go to WWE. Uh, there's been some speculation as to where he might go if it has some situation possibly involving Ring of Honor coming back in April. I'm not 100% sure about that. Uh, because, as you know, they're supposed to be coming back in April with their first event called Super Card of Honor. There's been some speculation about that. <clears throat> of course, making, of course, like I said, uh, like I said, plus, plus, as I said before, getting prepared for elimination chamber and no surrender here. Of course, all these companies, all the organizations here, of course, getting themselves set up here, ready to go here, which I'll be, uh, uh, <clears throat> um, no doubt, of course, it will be, of course, a, a monument it was of course a monumental week there was a lot of things that did turn that did not turn out the way that we of course liked it here as well i mean myself the ice manager di Girolamo, the human suplex machine john gross of course uh the king club mint patel the godfather of soul justin lewis fleming we even had a real treat ladies and gentlemen and got to hear one more time from our coo of course ladies and gentlemen king nwo gerard t smith uh he has uh, who has been trying his best to get back on and he is he is doing everything he possibly can to make that of course vision of reality <clears throat> uh so with that being said here of course ladies and gentlemen uh what a monumental week here of course here indeed of course i'll cap it off here with your two big events here of course today of course earlier like we said elimination chamber took place and of course ladies and gentlemen what will be happening here in the next hour and a half obviously of course with the uh with the of course the impact no surrender event uh so and speaking of elimination chamber ladies and gentlemen let's go ahead and zip right into that and of course i'm sure a lot of people are probably going to i don't know if they were 100 percent i don't know if they were um, um i don't know if a, if a if a lot of if a lot of if a lot of people like i said were pleased with this or not i did not hear um or did not see the full event i mean other than i was told i was told obviously that uh that about how it started and everything of that nature uh but uh let's go ahead here ladies and gentlemen and let's and let's Check this out, of course, obviously right here. Uh, and of course, as we did, as we of course did, uh, um, did predict here, of course, the 
one match that was just added on here just recently was the pre-show, and that was Rey Mysterio taking on The Miz. In 9 minutes and 15 seconds, Rey Mysterio did defeat The Miz by pinfall. The Universal title match only ended about six minutes. Uh, Roman Reigns uh, somehow, I'm sure, probably had help from uh, Paul Heyman since, of course, he realigned, since Heyman realigned himself with Roman. Uh, <clears throat> uh, but somehow Roman Reigns hold, held on to the Universal title, which I kind of figured that was going to be expected. Uh, but like I said, this we, we expect this match to go longer, and obviously, of course, it only went six. Uh, one one match I'm sure a lot of folks were definitely pleased to see um, in 15 minutes and 45 seconds. Uh, of course, after a lot of speculation and all, who was going to earn an opportunity for a, a match for the Raw Women's title at WrestleMania 38, Bianca Belair did earn that opportunity, and she got by Miss Bliss. Uh, Piper and David were not going to use the name the WWE has officially given her. We're going to call her by who we know her as. Also, Liv Morgan, Nikki Cross, Ripley. So Bianca Belair will earn one more, another opportunity this time for the Raw Women's Belt. At WrestleMania 38, of course, obviously, we may have ideas to who that person is going to be. In 9 minutes and 15 seconds in the big women's tag team match, in which, of course, uh, the number one contender for the SmackDown women's title who at WrestleMania, of course, Rowdy Ronda Rousey, had to wrestle with one arm tied behind her back. Her and Naomi got by the SmackDown women's Charlotte and Sonya Deville by submission. And even with one on top behind her back, Ronda Rousey was able to get the win there. And, and even nine minutes, and of course, we figured it would not go this long, but, uh, but of course, we figured who the winner was going to be for this. Uh, Drew McIntyre got by Mad Cat Moss uh, <clears throat> to, hold, to, to, to win that match. Uh, we figured, of course, about the outcome of this. This match in 12 minutes and 15 seconds, Becky Lynch did retain the Raw Women's title by Lita. I'm sure Becky Lynch somehow cheated, but just like she probably did to, uh, to uh, of course, to Liv Morgan and a lot of other folks here, of course, in the past with respect to the Iceman, Jared DiGirolamo. But Becky Lynch, like I said, her attitude as of late has been unacceptable, and she's become nothing more than a pain in the hind end, just like her husband, Seth Rollins. So, uh, so nevertheless, here, when she's at Excellent, but she's just got a she's just she's got a just a, she's just rotten to the core right now. She it looks like a, a complete uh, it looks like a complete uh, uh, pose beast as far as I'm really concerned. Uh, now the now of course, ladies and gentlemen, I happen to notice here the SmackDown tag team title match. Um, of course, ladies and gentlemen, the Usos were were scheduled to defend this belt, the, the SmackDown tag belts against the Viking Raiders. However, we don't have a time frame for this because it ended in a no contest. Uh, uh, let's see. Um, hmm. uh, let's see. Um, and trying to find out, of course, what actually happened here. As we do not have actually, 
believe it or not, we don't have, we don't have, actually, we don't have, We don't have any reason as to why this match, of course, was uh, was um, was ended this way. So apparently, that, or obviously, this match probably talent to me, it did not really happen at all. But it didn't really. So I will have to, of course, like I said, let you know here. I have some more details about that here coming up here this week, and the last match here in 14 minutes 55 seconds, ladies and gentlemen, Brock Lesnar got by. The champion going in, Bobby Lashley, as well as AJ Styles, Austin Theory, Riddle, and Seth Rollins to once again win the WWE title. Now, here, here's how the women's and the WWE title elimination chamber matches went, by the way. First off, uh, first point eliminated was Nikki Cross. She was eliminated by Rhea Ripley uh, and through a pinfall at six, at six minutes 20. Number two, Piper Niven was eliminated by Liv Morgan with pinfall eight minutes and 50 seconds. Uh, number three, third person eliminated, eliminated was Liv Morgan. She was eliminated by Miss Bliss through, via pinfall at 12.10. Number four, Rhea Ripley was Rhea Ripley and Miss Bliss both were, elimin, were both eliminated by Bianca Belair. Rhea Ripley uh, 12 at 12.45 and Miss Bliss at 15 minutes and 45 seconds. Therefore, ladies and gentlemen, Bianca Belair wins this match and earned the opportunity to face, apparently now it seems like it's going to be Becky Lynch versus Bianca Belair, at probably in a, in a, not in a once again, a confrontation similar to that at last year's SummerSlam. Uh, <clears throat> uh, this time it will be the, the title instead of the SmackDown Women's title. So, that, so just one little difference. Uh, uh, but uh, okay, uh, let's go ahead here, ladies and gentlemen, and just mention this. Uh, number one per person eliminated was Bobby Lashley because he was unable to compete. And I explain why. Number two eliminated was Seth Rollins. Number three, the third person eliminated was Riddle. Number four person eliminated was AJ Styles. And number five, per, fifth person eliminated was Austin Theory. All eliminated by Brock Lesnar. Seth Rollins at 9.50. Riddle at 10.05. AJ Styles at 11 minutes. Austin Theory at 14.55. Brock Lesnar became the WWE title. Let's go ahead and read, of course, the, uh, after this, read the, of course, the social of in the main event. In the main event, Bobby Lashley defended the WWE title against Brock Lesnar, Seth Rollins, Austin Theory, Riddle, and AJ Styles in an Elimination Chamber match. Theory and Rollins started the match. Rollins performed a buckle BB on Theory into Lashley's pod. The impact incapacitated Lashley, resulting in medical personnel and referees removing Lashley from the match, which was later announced as his elimination. The third entrant was Riddle, Fourth entry styles. The fifth entry was supposed to be Bobby Lashley. However, Brock Lesnar broke his pod and entered the match. Lesnar performed F5s on Rollins, Styles, and Riddle to eliminate them. After a low blowing DDT from Theory on to Lesnar and ended in a near fall, 
Lesnar performed an F5 from the top of a chamber pod on Theory. Lesnar then pinned Austin Theory to win the title. So, ladies and gentlemen, apparently, like I said, it seemed that uh, while Rollins uh, was trying to uh, was trying to perform a move on Austin Theory. He went right into, of course, the pod that was holding Bobby Lashley, and Bobby Lashley was taken out of the match as a direct result of that. So that's how that happened there, ladies and gentlemen. So, like I said here, we figured Roman Reigns was going to hold on to the Universal title. We figured Becky Lynch was going to hold on to the Raw Women's title. And we figured, well, we also figured that Drew McIntyre was going to win his match. Of course, uh, several ups. Several relations here, of course, uh, circumstances like, for example, what I just read about Brock Lesnar. Um, uh, Naomi Ronda Rousey was really going to, it would have been surprising if Charlotte did something to, of course, like I said, cheat to win, but obviously Ronda Rousey uh, kind of, kind of uh, turned the tables on that. And of course, what happened there was she actually with still one arm tied behind her back. She was able to course to put um Sonya Deville in a submission in order to win the match that's how that happened um the Usos the Smackdown tag title match of course was the only was another big surprise apparently like I said it ended in a no contest which of course we never I never found out as to how that actually happened um unless of course obviously um obviously of course here um um, um, and of course, obviously, I do not obviously have, I do not have, of course, uh, mm-hmm. I, I do. Uh, I still do not have a reason as to why. Now, ladies and gentlemen, based upon this, regardless of uh, regardless of who, of uh, of course, if anyone if anyone voted either the Usos or the Viking Raiders in this match, everyone that did vote for this match is going, ladies and gentlemen, to receive a extra point here. I will go and. Point that course as well. I mean, those who are taking part in the overall, um, in the in of course the overall um, um, event itself. Even if you didn't, well, even if you didn't vote in the match, um, I everyone will get, of course, a freebie here in this respect. Uh, keep in mind, of course, as to as to course we'll let go ahead and let you know here who is of course who did of course take part in this uh who has taken part in this prediction title challenge here justin carter jared thornton the Iceman, jared d Girolamo, byron j brain the human suplex machine john gross the king of clubs mint patel as well as todd robinson the godfather of soul justin lewis fleming the loose cannon shaquille cole cephas uh the black widow michelle lynn dodds and mr hulkamania bob ziggler uh, but, but like I said, regardless, like I said, of the overall outcome here, of course, that as I always say, if a match ends ends in any way other than a clear cut victory, 
in this case, of course, this match right here did not actually end in a no contest, and we don't really we don't really consider that, of course, a clear cut victory. And we did also, of course, post a reminder on who did not, of course, uh, who did not, of course, um, that who is involved here. <clears throat> To, of course, uh, let us know that, of course, if they had completed their voting, especially with both Elimination Chamber and No Surrender, of course, I'm sure a lot of people did actually see a lot of this, but uh, but a lot of folks, obviously, um, I did not really get a response to, of course, that, so. Uh, well, of course, here, ladies and gentlemen, uh, um, off the... After power hour is over with, of course, for the for the for the evening, I will go ahead and and of course be tabulating everything here. Um, as you know, of course, going into uh, tonight, going into tonight, uh, this afternoon's and tonight's events, I uh, will I will go ahead and point out here, of course, uh, and of course, and of course, several several of, the, of our folks here did, of course, earn points here having to do with obviously um obviously with um did always did obviously of course um did earn some points from uh, from of course the uh the vengeance day event on tuesday um, and so currently, as we, as we, as I will go ahead and point this out as of right now, the Ken Club's Mint Patel is leading, of course, at going into the, this afternoon, of course, with four votes, four, four points. Byron J. Brain, the human suplex machine, John Gross, and Todd Robinson are tied with three vote threes. Jared Thornton is going in with two points, uh, going in with. Yeah, going in with two points into this, and the Iceman Jared DiGiromo is currently went into this, of course, with uh, one point. Uh, Justin Carter, the uh, Godfather of Soul, Justin Lewis Fleming, and the Loose County Shaquille Cole Cephas, of course, uh, did not get a chance to vote for anything for Vengeance Day. They did, they did not get in to this, of course, the Black Widow, Michelle Lynn Dodds. And Mr. Hulkamania, Bob Ziegler, as they, of course, got in, of course, just actually between this past Thursday and also uh, yesterday. So we'll get we'll get those numbers. And ladies and gentlemen, we will bring you those that information, of course, coming up here uh, tomorrow morning on WCWS this morning. Keep in mind, ladies and gentlemen, 805-8613 pound tomorrow morning at 8 a.m. As we will, of course, ladies and gentlemen, train you. Tomorrow's wrestling and pop culture history and birthday report. We will also, of course, <clears throat> ladies and gentlemen, run down. We will, of course, ladies and gentlemen, be able to give you the uh, full, the full uh, results here of our triple threat prediction title challenge. Of course, which started Tuesday with Vengeance Day, and then, of course, it went into this afternoon with Elimination Chamber, and this evening, of course, with No Surrender. And we will, of course, I will, of course, be playing. As as far as of course matches of course are concerned, um, we will. Now I'm not, and of course I so a lot of these we may not do actual 
a lot of these will be automatically belts will automatically be awarded um and of course keep in mind ladies and gentlemen there are two title opportunities of course here ladies and gentlemen first off of course Shaquille Cole Cephas will be, of course, defending the NXT U.S. Vengeance Championship. And, of course, ladies and gentlemen, the Iceman Jared DiGirolamo will be defending the Impact U.S. Digital Media Championship, of course, in this as well. But, of course, we, we will place pretty much everyone else in, <clears throat> in of course, these. Uh, um, we will, of course, be uh, that everyone will automatically, of course, uh, <clears throat> um, we will, of course, like I said, place place, of course, everyone here in <clears throat> in these. Uh, we will definitely, of course, be automatically these belts. A lot of these belts will automatically be awarded, and we will, of course, uh, let you know about how we will proceed with them. Uh, let's see. As you know, we've got one, two, three, four, five, six. We got nine championships, of course, ladies and gentlemen. Let's see, hold on. One, two, three, four, five, six. Yes, seven, eight. Yes, we have nine title opportunities right here, and two. We got nine championships that we will automatically award, and we will have two championships that we will, of course. Uh, Two, champ two championship matches that we will automatically make and we and like i said we have one two three four five six seven eight nine ten eleven so let's see so that's going to match up pretty much big time ladies and gentlemen a lot of people will automatically be be awarded championships and of course ladies and gentlemen as i did say last time on revolution those the two folks who of course come in one come in first place, ladies and gentlemen, will automatically receive the opportunity to face Shaq for the NXT US Vengeance Championship. In second place, will earn the opportunity to face the Iceman Jared DiGirolamo for the Impact US Digital Media Championship. So the two title opportunities will go to the first and second place. Uh, second place, first to the ones who finish, finish, finishes, who wins the prediction title challenge and who comes in second place okay ladies and gentlemen let's go ahead and head to our wrestling 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 news tidbits courtesy of our friends at 411mania.com of course keep in mind the wcw us radio network here but as always thanks our friends at 411mania.com for allowing us to read their stories on all of our shows of course in addition to right here on power hour don't also forget of course on revolution wolfpack raw radio as well as of course uh uh wcws this morning wrestling revisited wrestling debate and also of course uh on sports machine and keep in mind ladies and gentlemen 2022 we hope to get a lot more of our shows here up and going here and of course 411 many will be used in that respect let's go ahead and bring you some of the stories here some may tie in of course here um um, um we will of course bring you some up here pertaining to today's elim elimination chamber event but let's go ahead and get you going here with our first story joseph lee posted this story here today with some wwe news as brock lesnar is set for monday's edition of raw 
WWE playlist looks at the career of The Undertaker, and believe it or not, no injuries at the Elimination Chamber. PW Insider reports that WWE Champion Brock Lesnar will appear on Monday's episode of Raw. It has already been advertised, will now appear on the actual broadcast. PW Insider also reports that there were no major injuries at today's Elimination Chamber event. Also, of course, here, ladies and gentlemen, the latest WWE playlist looks at the Undertaker's career in WWE ahead, of course, as we, of course, had also announced this week, ladies and gentlemen, I believe it was yesterday we announced this, that the Undertaker will be the first man inducted into the WWE class of 2022. Of course, a lot of people have been also saying, why not just simply do an Andre the Giant thing and just induct him? But you know that they're going to obviously, you know that they're obviously going to probably do a lot more than that. And I think, ladies and gentlemen, there is a video here of this, of the, um, of, okay, I think we might have it right here, folks. And ladies and gentlemen, we will, of course, <clears throat> as we, of course, been working on getting a lot more stuff posted to all of our groups here in WCWS, it appears that, of course, that, that like I said, another, this video here, of course, of this WWE playlist, of course, about the Undertaker's career. It looks like, ladies and gentlemen, it will be an opportunity to post this, uh, post this as well for everyone, of course, here to look at. And I will go ahead and point out here if we can... We're just, we're just trying to get it loaded up here. Sorry for the, the delay here. Uh, mm -hmm, mm Okay, uh, looks like it might be taking a little time for us to, to, okay, we may be getting this up here, stand by here. Okay, um, yeah, it still looks like it's, our computer system has been a little bit slow in trying to pull up a lot of these, a lot of this, a lot of these great videos and moments. Um, so, ladies and gentlemen, okay, here, okay. But we will, we will, of course, ladies and gentlemen, post this video in the WCWUS NXTNG video vault, so everyone will have an opportunity to, of course, uh, check to, of course, check out, um, to, of course, check out this to check out this video, and and, <clears throat> and of course, we'll be posting that along with some other great wrestling stuff on the video here. We'll be able to get a few more things posted on there, of course, today. But we got a lot of stuff here, folks, that we would like to uh, that we would like to post on here, indeed. So my apologies for that delay there. So let's go ahead and let's go ahead, ladies and gentlemen, and proceed ahead here. Um, this story just now coming in here, as apparently, ladies and gentlemen, uh, some more WWE news, also courtesy of Joseph Lee, uh, as a stadium show is being planned for. For 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 uh, the United Kingdom soon. Also, a plan for the next Saudi Arabia event, and some more notes from today's Elimination Chamber. PW Insider reports there are tentative plans for the WWE 
to hold a stadium show in the United Kingdom over Labor Day weekend. It was also known that the company will likely return to Saudi Arabia in the fall around possibly mid-October or November. The WWE roster is back at the airport preparing to fly back to the United States. Some of the behind-the-scenes behind that break down the sets and ring and will fly back in the middle of the week. Several people in WWE were said to be amazed at, at how far WWE has come and how women are presented on the shows in Saudi Arabia. It started with one match with women wearing oversized T-shirts, and today there were multiple matches with women wearing colorful ring gear that respected local laws. So, so ladies and gentlemen, we'll of course, uh, we'll, we'll of course hope that of course everyone involved in WWE that was over in Saudi Arabia today, we hope they make it back home safe and sound. <clears throat> Joseph Lee posted this story here today as Lacey Evans, believe it or not, I haven't heard that name in a while, tweets about Ric Flair, then deletes it. In a post on Twitter, Lacey Evans sent out a message about her storyline with Ric Flair last year and an off-color joke he made. She later deleted the tweet. The original tweet, of, um, which was which was which was mentioned by Twitter account at Wrestling Humble, um, apparently it was you know, it was saying what the deleted tweet it was saying it was a deleted tweet of Lacey Evans about Ric Flair. And he and he's doing his Ron Simmons impression. And go, ding! So, anyway, she wrote in the tweet. She said, "Throw back to when I got ready to do a segment of Raw with at Ric Flair Nature Boy, and he's in the mood for some Hooters after seeing me." So, take that with a grain of salt here, folks. But like I said, the tweet was later deleted. And I don't know. At some point, ladies and gentlemen, she will, of course, be hopefully be returning to action here soon. Joseph Lee, of course, posted this story here tonight with some various news as details on which match will open tonight's Impact No Surrender event. Also, some highlights of, of the Elimination Chamber. Also, the show covers Undertaker's WWE Hall of Fame induction. PW Insider reports that Tennille Dashwood versus Havoc will be the first match for tonight's Impact Wrestling No Surrender pay-per-view. It will air during the kickoff show of... of um, on YouTube. Um, here, of course, and also, ladies and gentlemen, WWE has got some videos right here. Has got, of course, here some, uh, has, has, of course, got, has, of course, got some uh, videos here from, um, from uh, uh, Elimination, from Elimination Chamber as well. And ladies and uh, so, ladies, but what we, but of course, ladies and gentlemen, what we will do is that we will post these videos from today's elimination chamber in the video vault, so everybody, of course, can go back and relive a lot of this. But of course, There's a lot of videos here, folks, but we're going to just simply.
So apparently, ladies and gentlemen, there, there, there may be a video video as to why uh, there may be video there may be video proof as to why uh, um, um, as to why the Usos, ladies and gentlemen, uh, kind of. Uh, uh, and the Viking Raiders tag title match didn't take place, but and I'll post that in the video to look at that for themselves. Also, ladies and gentlemen, the Today Show covered the news that the Undertaker is going into the WWE Hall of Fame with a quote from Undertaker about how his mom used to worry about him during his wrestling career. This was on the Today Show's Twitter account at Today Show, where it says, "Pro wrestler the Undertaker will be inducted into the WWE Hall of Fame this year." At Joe Fryer, F R Y E R has all the details. Now, I'm not sure, ladies and gentlemen, if there is a video out there of the of, of, of uh, this or not, but if we can, if we do locate that here, folks, we will, we will get that out there to you and post that on one of our pages here at, at some point here. So. And ladies and gentlemen, we may have a guest. I'm not 100% sure, but we will, we will, of course, let you know here about that in just a minute. But uh, a lot of stories I do have here. Joseph Lee posted this story. As WWE reportedly rehired Jerry Soto for the Spanish announce team. It was reported earlier this week that WWE released Spanish play-by-play announcer Carlos Cabrera after 29 years with the company. WrestlingNews.co now reports that WWE has rehired Jerry Soto to take over as play-by-play announcer for the Spanish announce team. He will now work with Marcelo Rodriguez just as... Cabrera, Cabrera had for quite some time. Soto was released by the company back in 2020 as part of budget cuts related to the pandemic. It was previously known that Cabrera's release is believed to be an age-related decision as WWE wants someone younger in the position. So it seems, ladies and gentlemen, not only are they being biased about how someone looks in terms of the body, it looks like they're being biased in terms of someone's age. So, of course, ladies and gentlemen, that is is your typical that is typical of course here as well and if that if that's the case ladies and gentlemen then they need to get rid of Vince McMahon then maybe like I said that would be the pot calling the kettle black Joseph Lee posted this story here tonight folks as there are notes some notes from the Elimination Chamber pay-per-view Brock Lesnar uh, chamber door smash was, believe it or not, legitimate. Also, the original for the women's match, of course, and more. PW Insider reports that Brock Lesnar smashing through his elimination chamber pod door was not a planned spot. In fact, he managed to smash through a legitimate door, not a staged one. It was also noted that the finish of the women's chamber match was different than originally intended. The original finish was a double pin with Bianca Belair getting her shoulder up at the last second. This would have protected Miss Bliss in her first match back, but was later decided for Belair to hit her finisher and pin Bliss clean so that she looked stronger heading to WrestleMania against Becky Lynch. Several people in the company were said to be blown away by the reaction to Lita at the show. Liv Morgan's ring gear was inspired by Britney Spears' outfit in the Oops, I Did It Again music video. Wow, wow. The live audience in, in Jeddah was was late to arrive because of a traffic jam leading to the to the Superdome. That's why the crowd seemed smaller at the start of the show. It was sold out in advance. 
although there was social distancing due to local regulations, his business was around 15 to 20,000 people. The show went off earlier than planned, but everything basically ran on schedule. And of course, once again, of course, another superstar, obviously, plans being changed on someone else at the very last minute there as well. Joseph Lee posted this story here as WWE offers an injury update on Bobby Lashley and plus a rumored plan at WrestleMania. At WWE Elimination Chamber, Bobby Lashley lost his WWE title without ever getting beaten as he was taken out before he could enter the chamber match. Seth Rollins powerbombed Austin Theory into Lashley's pod, breaking it and causing Lashley to hit his head. The announced team revealed that Lashley was taken into concussion protocol and would no longer be in the match. WWE has posted an update stating that Lashley will not travel back, travel back to the United States under medical supervision for additional test. From the PW Insider, the angle was meant to set up a match between Lashley and Seth Rollins at WrestleMania 38. Already, WrestleMania sounds like it's, this is something that's actually going to suck. But um, it's going to be crazy. Joseph Lee posted this story. We have the preliminary SmackDown viewership and ratings down from, of course, last week. Atlanta SmackDown had 2.062 million viewers, which was down from last week's preliminary numbers of 2.075 million and final, and final numbers of 2.2 million. The first hour of the show had 2.060 million viewers, and the second hour had 2.064 million. The show also had a 0.5 rating in the key 18 to 49 demographic, which is about even with preliminary numbers in recent weeks. It's slightly down from last week's final numbers, likely end up similar to that show. Um, as and our next story here, folks, of course, with of course what we were talking about about the deal with Cody Rhodes leading the AEW. Uh, Joseph Lee posted this story as apparently this seems to this was possibly a rumor, but we're now we're going to bring you the rumor killer as Co Cody Rhodes was not, not in Saudi Arabia today. There have been rumors circulating online that Cody Rhodes was in Saudi Arabia today ahead of the Elimination Chamber pay-per-view. As previously reported, Rhodes is believed to be headed to WWE after his exit from AEW earlier this week. However, PW Insider reports that Rhodes was not in Saudi Arabia. In fact, he was spotted in Florida at the Orlando International Airport this afternoon. A WWE source previously stated that Rhodes might be at the Performance Center this weekend. Justin Barrasso of Sports Illustrated also reported that Rhodes was at the Performance Center this weekend. So apparently it seems more and more likely that he is going to be part of WWE. And of course, obviously... This is probably pretty much letting a lot of wrestling fans down, of course, in this whole situation between WWE and AEW. So, Joseph Lee posted this story here as Sammy Guevara has revealed that he actually got hurt at AEW Dynamite. In a post on Twitter, Sammy Guevara revealed that he suffered an injury during his match with Darby Allen on Dynamite this past Wednesday. Guevara suffered a scratch cornea and noted that he was finally able to open his eyes. He wrote, finally able to open my eyes. I suffered a scratch cornea on Wednesday. 
all respect to Darby, we came into this company with everything to prove, and in three years we have shown that we are that we not only belong but we are this place. Every time I'm on your TV, I'll give you a show. I promise. And this was said on Sammy Guevara's out here today. You can of course check out what he had to say there. Now, ladies and gentlemen, this right here appeared in the movies TV section of 411mania.com, but I'd like to read this because this seems pretty interesting. Bill Maher calls out John Cena on real time for groveling to the country of China. John Cena ended up in Bill Maher's crosshairs on this week's episode of Real Time for his infamous apology to China. As you may recall, Cena got a ton of negative press last year after he issued a video to the people of China after he referred to Taiwan as a country during an interview for F9, The Fast Saga. Maher ended his new rules segment on Friday night's real time by taking aim at celebrities and industries who were willing to co-toe to China for financial reasons. Talking about how China will grant access to our billion-plus consumers as long as you shove about the whole police state genocide thing, Maher continued. I've seen it took that deal will come on. China accounts for 34% of the global box office, and he's a movie star now. So like the Igures, last year he learned that he needed to get some re-education. See, he referred to Taiwan as a country as if it was a separate country from China, which it is. But China would like to do to Taiwan what it did to Tibet and what it is now doing to Hong Kong. He did play He did play the video of Cena apologizing to the Chinese people and then quipped, and I thought steroids shrunk your butt. Wowie. When a country can make your big, mostly macho man action stars gravel in their language, you know you're somebody's B, as you know. Meyer proceeded to also call out Tom Cruise for Top Gun Maverick, removing the flag of Taiwan from costumes for that film, as well as LeBron James for calling for NBA general manager Daryl Morey needing to be educated after Morey issued a statement in solidarity with Hong Kong and American-born freestyle skier Eileen Gu part of China's Olympic team. Cena was previously called out by John Oliver on last week tonight, which like real timers on HBO last October for the same apology. Now, ladies and gentlemen, we are going to post this in the Entertainment Cavalcade page, and y'all can look at this video, and, and of course, we'll let you, of course, judge this for yourself. Two more quick stories here, ladies and gentlemen, and like I said, we think we have a guest here, but we're going to check here in just one second. This story came out Night Bell, as there's a note on current injury status in WWE for Bailey and Asuka. Bailey and Asuka have both been sidelined in WWE for several months due to injury, and there has been lots of speculation as to when they could return to the ring. Mike Johnson of PW Insider has more details on their current status. According to Johnson, Bailey is still expected to back by the end of March after suffering a torn ACL last summer while training at the performance. Meanwhile, the report states that sources have, have noted the hope is Oscar will return by the end of February, though it's not 100% since it's a matter of when she's officially cleared. Bailey last wrestled on SmackDown last June, while Oscar's most recent match was at Money in the Bank back in July. So we'll hopefully be watching to see where Bailey and Oscar will, will be able to be back here, of course, here soon. Of course, hopefully Bailey will have a different attitude, but of course I can hardly doubt that. And Joseph Lee posted this story here from yesterday. Of course, we noticed something about this earlier. A note on why WWE decided to release Carlos Cabrera after 29 years. It was reported yesterday that Spanish 
play-by-play announcer Carlos Cabrera had been released from WWE after 29 years with the company. The Wrestling Observer Newsletter reports that this was an age-related decision on the part of WWE as they are looking for someone younger to fill this role. Cabrera is 62 years old and has worked as the lead Spanish announcer since 1993. He worked with Hugo Savinovich from 1993 to 2011, then Marcelo Rodriguez from 2011 to, of course, just recently. He did Spanish announcing for Raw, SmackDown, NXT, and all pay-per-view events from WWE Studios in Stanford once a decision was made to remove the announced team from ringside. Of course, ladies and gentlemen, this is once again WWE's attempt at being biased, and they are biased. Uh, of course, talk about the shaming thing, and now apparently they seem to be doing the age shaming thing. And so obviously, ladies and gentlemen, this will no doubt, I'm sure it's going to be taking a lot of people off here. Of course, here I don't know how much lower WWE will probably plan on doing, and who knows if it wasn't Vince McMahon that made this decision, it could have been. I'm sure probably it could have been Nick Khan. It could have been, heck, while we know it probably could have been Stephanie. I don't know who it could have been. But anyway, ladies and gentlemen, this is of course a shameful thing, and you know WWE needs to, needs to of course be a little needs to of course have that experience of course. And, and, of course, announcing and everything else. Like I said, you don't want to get rid of experience and knowledge, you know, <clears throat> and let someone else learn from that here, unless, of course, if the person ultimately decides to leave. But they should not, of course, let them go just simply because of age or body shaming or whatever. But obviously, w, Vince McMahon, of course, talking about someone has shrunken balls. Vince McMahon's balls shrunk all the way up into his hind end a few years ago. And they have not come back out since. So, ladies and gentlemen, that is, that is of course, all the stories in 411 Mania. We thank them for that here as well. And as we said, ladies and gentlemen, we do have a guest here. And I think he, this person might have something to say about today's Elimination Chamber and possibly a few other little things. We're going to bring him on right now. He, and, of course, a very rare treat right here, of course, on Power Hour here. He is, of course, a three-time WCWS Hall of Famer. He is part of the team, which brings you both Raw Radio on Monday afternoons and also Sports Machine on Friday afternoons. Also, ladies and gentlemen, a multiple-time title holder in our Trivia Championship Series, as well as, of course, in GSWI. And, of course, hails from the great city and state of Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. And, of course, ladies and gentlemen, he talks everything, of course, here. Uh, nothing, of course, can nothing, of course, was to say can escape his wrath. Uh Wrestling, sports, entertainment, everything else, of course, of that nature. And keep in mind, ladies and gentlemen, he tells it like it. He's able to tell everything like it is, ladies and gentlemen. Even goes so far as to be able to do it while not wearing a pair of pants. Although I hope he wore a pair today. Ladies and gentlemen, let us welcome, of course, to episode 299 of WCWS Power Hour. Very rare treat. Of course, you know him simply just as JD around here. But, of course, his real name is the Iceman. Jared DiGeralmo. J.D., we welcome you, sir, to 299 at Power Hour. I know you probably have a lot to get off your chest concerning the Elimination Chamber and a few little things. So let's go ahead and let's 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 get let's get the 411, of course, from you, sir. Please go ahead. J.D., are you there? Uh, JD, 
Ladies and gentlemen, we do have JD on the line, but apparently he must have had to step away here. Uh, uh, then let's let let's let let's let's try again. Uh, okay, ladies and gentlemen, here's the Iceman Jared Geralmo with of course with a lot of stuff to talk about, including what including the Elimination Chamber and a lot of other things, of course, here that has gone on here recently. Please go ahead, J.D., let's see what you got for us. What can I say about Elimination Chamber? Well, it was a shit show. It was an absolute shit show. Meaning, we had Rey Mysterio taking on the Miz with some Alpha Priest. We saw Rey win that match. We saw what happened at the beginning of the show, however, and that, of course, was the so-called head of the table, the tribal chief, the more I think of himself, uh, himself, Logan. In fact, you know what? Hold on, I'll be right back in a second. I just gotta do something. Right back. Okay. All right. Ladies and gentlemen, JD will, will return momentarily. I will go ahead and point out, ladies and gentlemen, that once again, as always, check out all of our pages in the W in the WWS table of groups, of course, on Facebook. Keep in mind we'll be getting a lot more stuff to a lot of pages, including the video vault, uh, of course, AWS, also the game show alley, entertainment cavalcade. Uh, and so many and so much more stuff here. Of course, we've added a few more things here just uh, just uh, earlier this morning, but we will add a few more things here within the last little while, next little while. And of course, uh, we will we will be of course uh, uh, getting more great stuff here. Of course, everything from classic cartoon moments, the classic game show moments, classic TV moments. Of course, ladies and gentlemen. The number one thing, obviously, wrestling moments, of course, posted on several of our groups, including the Video Vault, AWS, NWA US, and so on and so forth. Be sure to check out everything we've got posted on all of our groups here in WCWS here today. Also, ladies and gentlemen, do not forget um, Bulldog DVD sales and variety. We've got several brand new lists up, of course, ladies and gentlemen, all $1 a piece, of course, DVDs and Blu-rays. My wide envelopes, of course, DVD, wide envelope DVDs are worth 25 cents. DVDs in the jewel cases, the actual DVDs in the jewel cases are worth 50 cents a piece. Also, those who have eight, who uh, who uh, like watching HD DVDs, we have those for two dollars a pop. We got a lot of big time selections, of course, everything from classic movies, seasons of different TV shows, uh, even a lot of sports sports related DVDs, of course, as well. Be sure to check out everything we've got. Course, Bulldog DVD sales and variety, Facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash Bulldog DVD sales variety. <clears throat> and also, ladies and gentlemen, uh, keep in mind that at Bulldog DVD sales and variety, one more time there, we take a bite out of the cost so you can enjoy your favorite selection. Of course, keep check out all the lists we've got. We've had posted ever since 2019. And who knows, there might be something that we might, there might be some DVDs we may still have we've had for that long. So be sure to course check out what we've got here of course here today at bulldog dvd sales and variety now let's double check here and see if the Iceman has returned here to the airwaves here on power hour 299 jd are you back with us okay he has not yet returned um but like i said ladies and gentlemen we will of course be um on WWS this morning, tomorrow morning at 8 a.m. 8.05.61. I will, should be able to give out the official results of our triple threat prediction title challenge, of course, from, from Vengeance Day 
as well as, of course, elimina Elimination Chamber and No Surrender. And let everybody know, of course, where it's all going to stand in terms of, of course, uh, in, in terms of, of course, like I said, who is going to receive the two, one, one of the, who, who's going to be first and second place in our title challenge, who's going to receive those shots back in JD for their respective belts, and who's going to be awarded, of course, are some of our brand new championship belts. We'll, of course, let you know here, of course, we'll let, definitely let you know here, of course, uh, <clears throat> coming up here, um, coming up here, of course, uh, uh, tomorrow morning on WCWS this morning. Let's see if we've got uh, JD back with us. JD, are you back now? He has still stepped away here from just, for just a brief moment. Uh, let's see. Also, ladies and gentlemen, while we wait for JD to return, I will go ahead and throw out, of course, real fast, the matches that, of course, are lined up here for tonight's No Surrender event. Of course, two pre-show matches, Trey Miguel versus John Schuyler and Havoc versus Tennille Dashwood. The Havoc versus Tennille Dashwood match will start the show. Also, the Impact World title, Moose will defend against W. Morrissey. Team Impact, Chris Saban, Eddie Edwards, Rhino, Rich Swan, and Steve Mocklin will take on Team Honor No More. Matt Taven, Mike Bennett, PCO, Vincent, and Kenny King with Maria Canellis in their corner. If Team Honor No More wins, they stay in Impact. If Team Impact wins, Honor No More will be gone for good. Knockout, the Knockouts title, Mickey James will defend against Tasha Steeles. Uh, Impact World Tag Team titles, the Group Brothers will defend against the Gorillas of Destiny. Eric Young will take on Jay White. Tars will take on Jonah. Matt Cardona will defend the Impact Digital Media title against the former champion Jordan Grace. Four-way match should become the number one contender for the X Division title. Ace Austin, Chris Bay, Jake something, and Mike Bailey. And also just announced uh, an open challenge match, of course, as Deanna Peraza will put either the AAA Reina de Reinas belt or the Ring of Honor women's title uh, up against a mystery opponent. Uh, we will, of course, find out how we... <clears throat> Um, we will, of course, uh, we will, of course, find all that out, of course, tonight at the No Surrender event. So be sure to listen in on that as well. Um, <clears throat> and so let's just check back in and see if we've got JD back with us. JD, have you returned? And ladies, I guess apparently he is, he is probably taking care of something here. Um. <coughs> and normally, ladies and gentlemen, we would, we would already be off the air, but but like I said, ladies and gentlemen, the Iceman has come on here with us here tonight to uh, talk about, of course, what took place here at this afternoon's Elimination Chamber event. Uh, just to reiterate, of course, some of the, the moments that did take some of the results here. Rey Mysterio defeated The Miz. Roman Reigns retained the universal title over Goldberg. Bianca Belair won her, earned her shot at the Raw Women's title at WrestleMania. Naomi and Ronda Rousey defeated Charlotte and Sonya Deville in the okay. tag match. Okay. Uh, also, Drew McIntyre defeated Matt Cat Moss. Becky Lynch retained the Raw Women's belt over Lita. The Usos and Raiders tag title match ended in a no contest. And Brock Lesnar once again became the WWE champion due to, of course, 
uh, Bobby Lashley getting injured right around the beginning of the match. Let's go ahead and go back here to the Iceman here with, of course, another his more of his thoughts about today's Elimination Chamber. Please go ahead, J.D. Okay. Let's begin and talk about where this show began. The show began, oddly enough, of course, with Rey Mysterio versus the Cleveland Clown himself, the A-lister, the man who makes make movies called How to Be a Whiny Arrogant Hollywood Wannabe Douchebag, and, of course, The Miz, who was not with Maurice. Of course, Ray was with Dom, as we find. Ray came out wearing a green shamrock green, or should I say all green, like shamrock outfit, if you will. As a result, he ended up defeating the Miz. But, of course, Miz was protesting about it after the match because he felt that he got cheated. Okay, Miz, why don't you just take your bottle and your diapers and just cry to your little wifey poo and bitch about it some more, you stupid, arrogant douchebag. Now, we found out afterward, Power, that the Miz placed a call to someone, and everyone's thinking, who did he make the call to? Was it to his wife? Was it to uh, someone that who we just heard signed with WWE along with his wife, Miss Tashley? No, it was to Logan Paul. So now apparently we're going to have the Miz and Logan Paul somehow, someway, maybe against probably Ray and Dom, however, at WrestleMania 38. Oh, goody. Let's have the Miz once again call one of his besties, if you will, in the form of lackluster Logan Paul. Yay! Then, of course, we started out the show. And, of course, our announced team was, of course, of Byron Saxton, Michael Cole, who totally acted like a moron in every sense of the word tonight, and, of course, the man who decided to shave his mustache, however, after looking like a pedophile for weeks on end, clown boy himself, Cockstain Corey Graves. Gee, Corey, you couldn't stay home with your little uh, sweetie pie, Howard Carmel the Ho, could you? You couldn't find a way to take your Howard to basically hooking on the streets, however, this weekend, could you? No, you had to fly halfway across the world like an arrogant douchebag and leave your twat-ass girlfriend at home. Yeah, good job, buddy. Good job. Then, of course, we start out the show with the first match of the night, of course, Pissant Roman Rap Boy Reigns and his little Penguin Boy Paul Heyman, of course, with his little cousins, if you will, Jimmy the Jackass Uso and Joker Jay Uso taking on Goldberg. And, of course, Roman's theme was longer than the match here. This match went six freaking minutes. Six minutes. Bravo, guys. Gee, Roman. You must have been loving the tug of Ralph Vince's balls in your mouth all the way over to Saudi Arabia because I heard earlier that you, along with freaking Goldberg, Ronda Rousey, and Brock Lesnar, got your own special private dressing rooms today. So you decided to uh, basically shun yourself away from the other members of the town of roster and decided to have uh, basically private access to your own locker rooms. Gee, I wonder how much caught you sucked there to uh, get your own way again there, Roman. Then, of course, we go to the women's title uh, elimination chamber, which Bianca Belair won. Uh, this was okay, but, uh, again, I like you said, there was some controversy about this, however, as apparently I thought Alexa Bliss was going to win. The only thing I did not like about this was, however, uh, some of the outfits there were. Bianca's was okay. Dewdrop, however, looked like a total freaking, or should I say pipe, Dewdrop or Piper, whatever you call her, looked like a moron.
Rhea looked like a freaking fighter uh, chick power, like the Hell's Angels, wearing all black, which was absolutely stupid. You all know, words. I don't know why they didn't even do that. She did that. Then you had Liv Morgan thinking how she was like a somewhat uh, action heroine, however, wearing all red, however, but they said she got the idea from wearing, uh, watching Britney Spears' video. Whoops, I did it again. And then, of course, you had the superhero training, Nikki Trash, if you will, who hasn't got rid of the butterflies yet. Anyway, this was all right, however, for what it was. But again, it could have been and should have been done just a little bit better. Go figure. Now, before we continue, I will, uh, let's see, what was match number three? Someone please help me here. I can't remember what match number three was. Uh, match number three was, was that the uh, Corbin match? Number well, 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 from the order that I have here, I'm just using Wikipedia, was the Raw Women's Title Elimination Chamber match. That was match, yeah, but that was match number two, however, but match number three overall, but I'm talking, um. Well, I'm talking, well, no, 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 no. Are you talking Pre-show is what you're. That's right. Okay. Yeah, we're doing so, so number, number the number three was the women's tag match. By the way, with Naomi and Ronda versus Charlotte. And oh yeah, Ronda and Naomi. That's right. Ronda and Naomi versus Sonya Deville and Charlotte. So yeah, once again we had the mean girls, of course, of Sonya scumbag Deville and her new bestie girl, the everlasting fake ass blonde Barbie doll herself, our Charlotte the cunt twat Blair. Speaking of Ronda and of course Naomi. As a result, Ronnie came out wearing a karate kid outfit and a gi, thinking she was freaking Daniel LaRusso here. This was okay, and it was good to see how Ronda and Naomi pick up a win. What happened, and of course, in the end, we saw what happened, of course, when Sonya, of course, tapped out, however, and basically, what did Charlotte do? She didn't help her friend. She didn't help her new buddy, did she? She just brushed off Ronda and just had her hand off the side and fucked her off. Well, guess what? Charlotte, you stupid little bitch-ass cunt. You're going to get fluffed off, all right? And you're going to have your arm and your face broken when Ronda smashes your little pretty little face, however, and then you can go cry to your little buddy, Sonya Deville, and your daddy, however, and Vince, however, when Ronda takes your precious title away from you in Dallas. And if anyone wants to go against me on that, including a certain person, however, who I know is a big Charlotte admirer, I'll be glad to challenge her to that. Because we know that stupid little bitch is going to get her comeuppance, however, coming up at WrestleMania. So, Charlotte, enjoy your little rain for the last six weeks, honey. Because in six weeks' time from tonight, you're going to get your ass ring and your basically face stomped on. And then afterward, Howard, you can go cry to your little buddies, however, including Sonya Deville, Vince McMahon, your daddy, if your daddy wants to have anything to do with you. And, of course, your man, of course, none other than Andrade El Asshole if you will. And we know who that is. And speaking of Andrade El Asshole, we know that Andrade El Asshole will take on Sammy Guevara, if you will, coming up this week, if Sammy can compete, however, for the TNT title, if you will, however, despite a scratched cornea. Then, of course, we go to our next match here as we continue on this train wreck of a show. Now, before we get into talking more about this, let me ask you this, and I'm sure you've probably heard about me, even, and maybe ask everyone this question. Did anyone hear how much it was costing them to purchase this pay-per-view who didn't have Peacock? Did anyone, did anyone take a guess how much this was worth on pay-per-view if you didn't have Peacock? 
how much you would have paid to order this shit? Well, JD, all I will say is, I don't know the exact yeah. amount, but all I can say is, it's, it was not, apparently it didn't seem to be very cheap. No, it wasn't. It was forty nine ninety five, supposedly. 40 or 55 Fifty dollars to see this. Fifty dollars to see this. Forty or fifty bucks. You've got to be freaking kidding me. Nope. This country is suffering and all that. It depends on which people. They should have. They should. Yeah, it was between forty and fifty bucks to order this bullshit. Yeah. Yeah. And you wonder why they made such a deal with the Saudi government making blood money and getting bone saws handed to them by that Saudi government. Bravo. Yeah, this was forty nine ninety five to order, however, supposedly at fifty bucks power. And I imagine it was a little bit more if you had it on H D. Anyway, continuing on. We then go to the next match, Drew McIntyre versus Matt Cap Moss. Um, I saw the beginning of this, but there was one spot I did not see, but I heard it was a pretty scary ordeal was the Alabama slam power involving Moss and Moss Moss was like he didn't have his neck broken here. But Drew McIntyre had the last lap and showed once again Joey Patone 2.0, moron, idiot, meatball, maggot, Matt Cap Moss, and his little buddy, Boring Bland, Burger King himself, Clown Shoes himself, Cockstain Clown, Holy Graves' boyfriend, Baron Corbin, however, who had the final laugh. So, Corbin and Moss, here's a little advice for you two asswipes. Maybe you shouldn't start making jokes anymore, Howard. Maybe the jokes should be on you two sorry pieces of work, Howard. But now, Drew McIntyre, the last laugh on your sorry asses, again, by basically play more in your ass all over the arena tonight in Saudi Arabia. So here's a little message for you to ask wipes, if you will. Learn how to keep your big mouth shut, maybe, however, and you'll learn something. If not, you'll get your ass kicked again and again. And dare I say, oh, yeah, again. Up next, Becky Lynch took on Lita. This, I was literally going into the pay-per-view thinking it was not going to be that great. And I didn't think it was going to be a great match. Well, I can admit for once. I was a little wrong with this. This was actually the match of the night. This was pretty good. And I will say, both of them gave it a good effort. But my girl somehow, some way, survived the win, however, and still is your champion. So we knew it was coming. But I will give Lita an A-plus for effort. No doubt about it. She gave Becky a big-time test in every sense of the word. Unlike Dewdrop, unlike Liv Morgan, we're looking shame the crap all over, however, in the past month. Now, after the match, we saw apparently Becky speak to Lita, however, if you will, and I guess it was something along the lines like maybe, thank you for making me look good tonight, and thank you for uh, picking me as your opponent tonight. Also, making, uh, giving me a good match. So if that's the case, I applaud Becky on that. Now, after the match, we thought Lita was going to head out of the ring here and head to the back. But alas, we were wrong. Lita then came back in the ring as the fans began to chant her name, Power, and as a result, she started playing to the fans and stood up on the turnbuckle and started doing her uh, old uh, routine by uh, just rocking out. So I got to say, even though this might be the last time we see Lita for a while, maybe, or who knows when we'll see her again, I will say 
both of these girls gave a good effort, and they definitely delivered a pretty good match. So uh, hats off to both. However, to me, again, this was the match of the night, and it was entertaining. I think the fans enjoyed it in the end, however. The thing is, though, however, like I said at the end, however, we saw what happened. The right premier one, I know some people might disagree with me on that. Some people might not agree with me on this. But all I can say is, however, like I said, we're definitely going to see, however, where they, what happens next as far as Leah. Now, whether, when Leah returns again, we don't really know, if at all. Who knows? But all I know is, however, these two put on a mobile effort and a pretty entertaining match. Now, getting back to Logan Paul for just a minute, do we need to see this as the full piss ant in the Mrs. Corner? I mean, you think he would know after, apparently, after what happened, if you will, basically, however, the last time he showed up WrestleMania, what happened to him? Now he has to have another idiot in the form of the Miz team up with him against the Mysterious because Mizzy Poo is all butthurt and uh, being a little bitch because he can't handle being beat by the Mysterious. What's wrong, Miz? What's wrong? Your wife not wipe your ass to you? She didn't tickle your balls to you? Heck, you didn't have Vince uh, tickle your ass to you either? You're just being a little crybaby, aren't you? You can just say how are that I'm the awesome one, huh? And I'm the other tonight, and man, everyone respect her. Well, guess what? What's happened to you in the last couple months, Miss? Well, let's see. Edge of that Phoenix kicked your ass. Edge kicked your ass. The Mysterious continued to make you look like a living, like a joke, which is right to sell out because you are a joke. And you need to say how uh, that you should be the headliner of WrestleMania. Miss, that was 10 fucking years ago, okay? This is 20 fucking 22. This isn't fucking 10 years ago, however, in 2012, okay? Get your head out of your ass, however, and quit having anyone suck your ass and kiss your ass every chance you get. Just quit being a little girl. Seriously. Quit being a little bitch. Seriously. You're a freaking douchebag. You're a clown. You're a moron. You're a maggot. You're a total pissant in every sense of the word. Now, continuing on, let's go to the men's elimination chamber. Bobby versus Brock versus Rawls versus Riddle versus Ass Cloud Austin there, who shouldn't have been in this match in the first place versus the phenomenal one in the championship match. Now, supposedly we saw Bobby Lashley get hurt because apparently Wallens decided to pick up, however, uh, Austin Theory and smash him through Bobby Lashley's pod, however. At first we thought Bobby was not hurt, but of course we found out uh, that Bobby got dinged up pretty good at the hands of Seth Rollins. So, Mr. Architect, Mr. So-called Laughter Man, who's going to have the last laugh at WrestleMania when Bobby Lashley takes your squirmy little neck and basically twists it off and pops it off and puts it into the Texas Stadium crowd at AT&T? Who's going to be laughing then, Seth? Oh, it won't be you, however, because I'll tell you one thing. Bobby Lashley's not going to be taking much more of your bullshit. Let's just say. Now, one thing we will say, however, the Beast was definitely hungry today. And that spot he did against Austin Theory was one of the most craziest spots you will ever see in your life. Now, if you have not seen it, I will warn you, it is pretty, pretty intense. But at the end of the night, Howard, we knew who was going to win. We knew who was going to walk out of Saudi as champion. And that is the Beast Incarnate. So now, the stage has finally been fixed. It is Roman versus Brock in Dallas. Winner take all, title and title. So here's a little message to the so-called head of the table and his little penguin boy and Brock's former manager. 
Mr. Heyman. Enjoy a little success for the next six weeks, Mr. Head of the Table, Mr. Tribal Chief, along with your boyfriends and AK cousins, the asswipe Usos. Because in Dallas, however, you're going to be taking a suplex city, bitch. And at the end of the night, you'll be crying and screaming, screaming and pleading for no mercy because Brock is this time going to show no mercy. You've had a chance to have your fun with him, and you've had a chance to love him time and time again, and Brock's done the same. But this time, it's a little different. We're going to see something that we have not seen since 1990, maybe even before, even since, maybe something since then, and that is one belt versus one belt. But this time, it's going to be winner take all. So guess what, Roman? You better enjoy yourself. And you think that Brock's going to acknowledge you? And by the way, speaking of Brock, we understand that Brock will be at Raw this coming Monday down in Columbia, South Carolina. Not Columbia, South America. He just heard it. The point is this. Roman, the clock has already started. And in six weeks' time from tonight, however, you're going to find out there's going to be a new head at the table. A new man who we've seen time and time again basically win championships. A guy who hurts people and shows no mercy when it comes to that, whether he's with Paul Heyman or not. But guess what, Roman? Guess what, Paul, however, Paulie Heyman? You're going to be taking this to Flex City. And at the end of the night, you're going to find yourself, however, without a belt. So get ready, Roman, because your days are not as champion. And at the end of the day, however, you're going to be seeing a new champion. So to that I say, Acknowledge this, bitch. You're going to be recognizing the real world champion in six weeks' time. You're going to be realizing what the guy who is going to show no mercy has done. Just ask Austin Gary how he feels tonight. He's like he's even getting back on a plane right now, let alone walking after what I'm going to tonight. So, Robin, yeah, have your fun games and however fun hours that they were the ones with the bloodline because everyone's been sucking and kissing your ass and polishing your balls feet for the last year and change. And even longer than that because you've had other people and saving your ass, like Vince and Bruce and Fuck Two Fever Dunn and Mr. I love you, bitch boy Bruce, and Mr. People Power, John Lang, Titus, Jackass himself. Well, guess what? All those people will not be able to see. No one else will be able to see this time unless you have your little cousins who is still find a way to suck your ass like they've been sucking your ass for the past year, Roman, and you still get out of Dallas Well, guess what? When the clock hits midnight on April 2nd, however, even before midnight, you're going to find out that their time is up. Your days are numbered. And then, and only then, you will finally realize who the real head of the team was, the real dragon slayer, the real true beast, and the man who will sink the island of relevancy into the bottom of the Texas River. Brock Lesnar. So, acknowledge that now, Roman. Acknowledge that, Paulie. I dare you. My goodness, ladies and gentlemen, like Chris said, when J.D., ladies and gentlemen, he definitely means it. I've got to ask J.D. one quick thing. Of course, one, the last story that I brought, of course, in the news before we brought J.D. on. Uh, do, do we see another uh, issue, of course, of of, of uh, discrimination here in the WWE, of course, with them releasing Carlos Cabrera? Yes. Yes. Answer your question. Yes. And I'll and here's, um, I was going to mention that last night, and I'm glad you brought that up now. I'm going to go on and even the bigger amp. So, again, I apologize 
and said one ahead of time, because I am not going to hold back when I say what I'm going to say. And I had talked about this with a certain person that is one of our own, somewhat, but of course, he says it's the nature of the beast. Really now, it's the nature of the beast, huh? You tell me, Mr. Vincent Kenny McMahon, it wasn't discriminatory, however, as you fired a 29-year veteran like Carlos Cabrera. It wasn't uh, proper, shall we say, that you decided after 29 years, however, a guy who's been basically one of your uh, top Spanish guy announcers, however, that you figure, oh, okay, it's all right, I'll fire him now, and I want to go with someone young and youthful. Yeah, you tell me that it's not right, however, and you're saying, however, it's just the nature of the beast. Well, guess what, Roman? Or not Roman, sorry. You tell me it's not personal? Why don't you tell us how many times how you've had people tip you their asshole and have their heads up your ass out in the past 40-some years? So people have been always been kissing your ass and falls in the balls for you. Let me think. Who are they? Let me think. Let me, let me, let me, let me take a number here. Let me tell these people have had their heads up your ass many times. Seth Rollins? Roman Reigns? Uh, let's see, well, for a while, until he became an family member of Triple H. Uh, who else? Hmm. Who else? I wonder who else. His own daughter. His own daughter. Your daughter, well, your daughter basically, uh, she learned that this is for me, but she also found a way to basically, uh, be a conniving little bitch at times, however, but, uh, she saw the air your way. No, but I'm saying that Rollins Roman, uh, for all Triple H was, uh, who else? Uh, The Miz. Uh, who else? Let me think. Who else? Who else? Who else? Um, but anyway, that's just a story. Besides that. Anyway, that being said, you're telling me how it's not personal things, it's just business, and it's, and yet it's the nature of the beast. Okay. Why don't you tell me what Tony Khan's doing? Why don't you tell me what a real smart businessman like Tony Khan's doing right now? He's not buying people of discriminatory re- for discriminatory reasons. No, far from it. He's building an empire. He's showing everyone every week how why he's kicking your sorry little ass to the curb on Wednesday nights by putting on the best product out there for some people, how that you shit all over over the years. I eat Malachi Black. I eat Brian Danielson. I eat John Moxley. I eat freaking Adam Cole, baby. So you're telling me it's not personal? Mm. Bullshit, I say. Bullshit. So guess what? I've been having a little fun now. Guess what? Again, at the end of the day, you're going to find yourself more and more hated than ever before. And so what? Do you think, how at the end of the day, you're going to tell everyone, how it's no big deal, it's not a big thing? <laughs> well, guess what, then? You tell me then, how are, how many people, how are, I've already bought tickets to your biggest show of the year. You're lucky right now you're barely even selling out almost. So you haven't even sold out this show yet. Go figure. Gee, I wonder why. But anyway, I digress. All I know is, however, I did hear something, and I did mention this, however, earlier today to a certain person, and I will ask you this question. And I asked this uh uh, do you know where Raw is March 14th? Uh, enlighten me, please. Jacksonville. And what is oh. Jacksonville? Oh. Yeah. So what is in Jacksonville? What is in Jacksonville? Oh, yeah. Oh. A certain yeah. company 
by the name of AEW. And you don't think maybe that night, if he doesn't show up this Monday or even again next week in Columbus, Ohio, who will make his return to WWE then, maybe, possibly? You know, you know a certain person could show up that night? Who could it be, I wonder? Oh, I know who it is. The sellout himself, Cody Rhodes. And again, I told this to Danny, he has himself, but of course, he doesn't agree with me. Of course, he thinks he's doing best with best first family. Yeah. Why don't you tell us then, Danny, no disrespect to you, that why Cody Rhodes left Tony Khan in AEW when he was an executive power, unless it's the grandmaster plan all along, huh? that he left his friend high and dry. Why did he don't want to go back to the evil emperor himself, Vince McMahon? Oh, is it because, however, you were getting tired of being basically snubbed again and again, Cody? You built this freaking company with freaking Tony, the fuck, and Omega. And what do you do? You turn your back on him three years later just because of the almighty fuck. You're telling me, Danny and everyone else, power, that basically he had to do what's best for him? Bullshit. Bullshit. He didn't do what's best for uh, his family. He didn't do what's best for him. He didn't do best uh, for AEW. He did best for one person, and that is himself. But that's beside the point. Now, the following week, we know Raw is going to be in Chicago. We know Raw every time we go to Chicago, or any time there's an event in Chicago, you hear the term name of a CM Punk. Now, my question is, would CM Punk dare to show up if Cody does? Show up the weekend, that week before Jackson. Dare show his face in Chicago and walk out on WWE television and confront maybe Cody and start a little invasion? Maybe. Maybe. But I don't think so. But all I know is, like I said, and I've been saying it again, I'm going to keep on saying it, Howard. If anyone as long as disagree with me, that's okay. You're in there too. But I told this to Danny and I said this too, because I'll keep on saying this again. Cody, you sold out. You sold out because you couldn't handle basically getting beat, however, by Sammy Govar. You busted your ass for three fucking years in this company, and you basically carried this company on your back. And how do you repay them? Oh, you're, you're upset because you didn't get a new contract. Okay, I get that. I get that. You could have just basically said, let's, and you said, Tony Khan, let's talk. Let's try to work things out. But did you meet him halfway? Except basically shaking his hand every week and trying to meet him halfway. Yeah, kind of, sort of, you did, but not at the end. And then you didn't. You basically decided to take your little ball along with your little wifey poo, the bitch Brandy, and walk right out of Jacksonville back into the evil emperor himself in the Big Apple and take a big bite out of it and basically find a way to basically paintbrush everyone across. So as I told Danny this before, and I'm going to continue to fight with Danny about this, and I don't care if he agrees with me or disagrees with me, and anyone in the same way feel about that the same way that anyone, anyone agrees with me or disagrees with me, that's fine. I said this to Danny, and of course I don't think Danny would agree with me, but no one else will agree with me or disagree with me, but they may agree with me on this or disagree with me. I give Cody a couple months after he shows up, when he shows up. It won't be long before he finds a way to make your line and piss and motive complain again and say, I'm unhappy. I made the wrong decision. You think Tony Paul will take him back there again to AEW? Hell no. Hell no. They'll tell Cody, 
basically there's a whole chance in hell of you ever coming back. The way you treated me, the way you treated the block world, the way you treated the fans, the way you treated everyone. So I hope for the fair part, Cody becomes a little successful, maybe when he gets back to the day, when he does show up, but I'm not hoping for the best. But all I can say is, Cody, like I said before, I'm going to keep on saying it. You're a sellout. And if, and if Michelle's on here, I say the same thing, and I don't mean when I'm trying to upset her, but this is the truth, Howard. And I think Michelle may agree or disagree with me on this, but I'm going to say this right now. I said, Cody, you're a sellout. You're a scumbag. You're a worthless piece of shit. You built this company of AEW along with your friends with Fox and Kenny, along with Tony Khan. And again, how do you repay them? You slap them across the face. So I hope you're happy there, Cody, being in your new home, wherever it may be, WWE, or unless this is all a trick. And if it's all a trick, I'll be surprised. But if it isn't, I hope you get what's coming to you in WWE because it won't take you long before you whine and bitch and piss them out and complain again. And then who's following you, Cody? You'll say it's the fans' fault. You'll say it's their fault for turning their back on me. No. Look at yourself in the mirror, Cody. Now, tell your wife to look at herself in the mirror, too. Because you two are the sorriest pieces of shit around right now. And you have no one to blame but yourself. But I hope you're happy now because at the end of the day, you're going to regret of what you did. Ladies and gentlemen, like I said, when we when we when we talk about that, the Iceman here never lets any never make make sure that every single stone uh, gets turned here. He leaves no stone unturned here. He definitely one hundred percent dynamite misses never ceases to disappoint anyone. So with that, so like I said, I'm sure like I said that. I'm I'm sure that we are also going to have a big time, big time discussion here. I'm sure Monday afternoon, of course, on WCWS Raw Radio, along with a lot of other great stuff coming up here uh, this Monday afternoon at three o'clock, one three seven pound. I'm sure, like I said, JD, John, uh, the Godfather of Soul, Justin Lewis Fleming, the King Clubs, Mint Patel, and anyone else that does, and a plethora of guests will probably be on. To discuss, I'm sure a lot of hot topics. Uh, obviously, JD, I'm sure Elimination Chamber will be one. No Surrender, obviously, yeah. will be another, and a lot of other big time stuff here as well. But please go ahead and another rundown, if you please go ahead. Yeah, you just, you just said. It. I mean, we're good to go. I mean, I don't have anything else to add. You just touched upon it, and like I said, it's going to be very, very interesting. So get ready, because like I said, we'll also talk about the Daytona 500, the NBA All Star Game. Uh, some other things going on in the weekend, however, so be sure to check that out this coming Monday. On that note, I'm going to get rolling. I will talk to you guys later. Until Monday, enjoy the rest of your weekend, guys. Stay safe and be careful out there. And as always, see you on the flip side very soon. Thank you very much for joining us here, J.D. We appreciate that. And we're Monday afternoon on Raw Radio. Thank you very much, there, sir. We definitely appreciate it. Uh, the Iceman, Jared DiGiralmo, of course, here, folks, we do thank him, of course, for pop, for coming in here with us here tonight, of course, to give his take on Elimination Chamber, among a lot of other a lot of other great stuff here, of course, as well. On that note, ladies and gentlemen, I want to thank you here for joining us here tonight that for episode number 299 of WCWS Power Hour. <clears throat> Mr. WCWS Chad 
Hendricks, like I said, here been with you. As once again, we do thank, of course, the Iceman, Jerry DiGiromo, for joining us on this special occasion. At Wiz, as well, of course, as we did provide, of course, today's wrestling and pop culture history and birthday reports. We ran down, of course, everything that took place during the past week here in the radio network. Also brought you some wrestling news tidbits, as promised, of course, courtesy of 411 Mania. And, of course, ladies and gentlemen, with a special guest here from J, a special appearance by JD, who recorded all this, brought us his rundown here uh, of what happened today at the Elimination Chamber event. One more thing I will add, ladies and gentlemen, before we go. Uh, while JD, of course, was bringing his thoughts about Elimination Chamber and a lot of other, and a couple other wrestling topics here, uh, I wanted to go ahead and point out here, we I did have a unique opportunity here to update, of course, our card as of for, for the Elimination Chamber, our standings in the prediction title challenge. As we said, uh, let me go ahead and just, and we're just going to name it in this order right here, folks, that we have here. As you know, we all know who is who has taken part in the challenge here. Let me go ahead and run it down right here. Justin Carter currently has two points. Jared Thornton currently has, let's see. Jared Thornton currently has 10 points. The Iceman Jared DiGiromo currently has nine points. Byron J. Brain currently has the Human Suplex Machine. John Gross currently has... Currently has nine. The Ken Club's Mint Patel currently has, also has 10. Todd Robinson picked up a little bit here. He currently has, currently has 10 as well. The Godfather of Soul, Justin Lewis Fleming, currently has two points. The Loose Cannon, Shaquille Cole Cephas, currently has six, uh, six points. The Black Widow, Michelle Dodge, currently has five points. And Mr. Hulkamania, Bob Ziggler, currently has four points. So, of course, ladies and gentlemen, we do have one more event, of course, to bring you here as part of our triple threat uh, prediction title challenge. It has, of course, impacts no surrender. That will, of course, be happening, of course, here this evening as we did run down the matches, of course, here. And as we said, ladies and gentlemen, we will give you an update on that coming up here tomorrow morning on WCWS this morning, 805-861. as of course we will bring you that we will bring you of course that in addition to of course tomorrow's wrestling and pop culture history and birthdays, <clears throat> and also of course another and of course another uh, repeat rundown of what happened today at Elimination Chamber, and <clears throat> and of course we will repeat of course how everybody is doing of course here so far in the in the prediction title challenge, so, ladies and gentlemen what is currently at stake here. Uh, Keep in mind about what is currently at stake here, that opportunities, of course, at the uh, against the loose cannon Shaquille Cole Cephas for the NXT US Vengeance Championship and the Iceman Jared DiGirolamo for the Impact US Digital Media Championship. Of course, a lot of the new belts that have been that that have also been introduced, of course, here as well. <clears throat> uh, keep in mind the uh, NJPWS Super Fight Championship, the WCWS Elimination Chamber Championship, the WCWS Horseman Championship, of course, a belt previously held by the late Senor uh, Antonio Gutierrez, uh, the AEWS Limitless Championship, the 
AWS Diamond Exchange Championship and the WCWS Bloodline Championship. Also, as well, the NXT US Rival Championship, the Impact US Honor No More Championship, and the NWA US Worldwide Championship will, of course, also be decided here as well. And, of course, like I said, to your first and second place finishers in our prediction title challenge challenge will of course receive uh first place shot at Shaq for the NXT US Vengeance title and second place will receive a shot at JD for the Impact US Digital Media Championship and I will of course and I will of course ladies and gentlemen be placing everyone else at ten, <clears throat> in, in the order I just read these belts ladies and gentlemen um, those who, of course, fo- follow through here, um, unless, of course, we have any ties or anything of that nature, I will, of course, be making that decision here and mentioning something tomorrow morning uh, that 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 I will place everyone. I will, of course, award championships to to everyone, of course, here <clears throat> um, to, of course, everyone involved here as well. As we said, as we said, of course, here, like like I said. Uh, right now, we seems we have a little. We seems as we do have a little bit of a tie. It looks like a. It looks like a three-way between the Kenny Clubs, Mint Patel, Jared Thornton, and Todd Robinson. Currently with ten points, and it seems also that uh, the Iceman Jared DiGiolamo, uh as well as uh, Byron. Let's see. Let's see the Iceman Jared DiGiolamo, Of course, is not too far behind as well as Byron J. Brain. Uh, let's see. Also, and the human suplex machine, John Gross, is not too far behind, of course, here as well. Um, <clears throat> of course, the, the loose cannon, Shaquille Cole Cephas, with, uh, with six points, of course, and the Black Widow, Michelle Lynn Dodds, of course, currently has five. Mr. Hulkamania, Bob Ziegler, has four. And, of course, a tie between Justin Carter and the, uh, Godfather of Soul, Justin Lewis Fleming, of course, with only two points currently. So, of course, ladies and gentlemen, I will, of course, make that all the determination after we get the official results in for no surrender, of course, here as well. And I will, of course, we will work on trying to, we will work on getting, we will, of course, be working on on getting, uh, um, we will, of course, uh, like I said, let you know about how, what what belts everybody will earn for this event. So, ladies and gentlemen, be sure, as we said before, check out all of our groups, of course, in the WWUS stable of groups on Facebook. Be sure to check out all of our uh, all of our episodes of past episodes, of course, of of, of our shows in the radio network, of course, right here on TalkShoe.com. Also, of course. Ladies and gentlemen, of course, we want you to continue to stay safe out there. And even though that a lot of things have been started, have started to relax a little bit as a result of the situation involving the pandemic, uh, a, lot, a lot of people may not necessarily be out of the woods here as far as this is concerned. But of course, ladies and gentlemen, we definitely have to be watching, watching everything, of course, here very, very closely. <clears throat> so we will, of course, keep you informed. We will, of course, keep you informed, of course, if, in fact, there's any changes, of course, in that as well. Until then, ladies and gentlemen, we thank you very much here for listening. Since 2015, your source 
tips for every world of pro wrestling, pop culture, and everything in between. This is, of course, the one and the only, ladies and gentlemen, the WCW US uh, radio network. Uh, let's see here. Uh, We're kind of hoping to get your closing theme played here. Uh, um, once again, my apologies. Our computer started once again. This. Uh, take care and God bless once again, folks. This is the WCWUS Radio Network. Sorry about that here, folks. We're still having a little bit of difficulty getting it. Uh... This is the WCWS Radio Network.